Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon here to open up our lives and minds with you. We'll share some of our experience as counselors, business owners, and most important of all, as everyday people. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. We are finishing off our two-part series on generational trauma called When Trauma is All in the Family. If you haven't already listened to the last episode, go back and listen to that. It's a kind of a precursor to this one, and we did split it. uh, We just recorded it in one long, continuous uh, time period, and then we split it into two. Um, So go back and listen to that one. It talks a lot about why we're talking about this subject, how it can be helpful to you, and what it is. And so this episode, the second of the two-part series, is going to focus on what is generational trauma, kind of more from a practical standpoint, and then what you can begin to do about it. So thanks for staying with us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to our show today. Today, we're glad to have you, and we're going to be talking about reasons, excuses, intent, and impact. And the truth is, your actions matter, and we're hoping that what you learn today and what you are able to take away from this is that you can get out of your own way, essentially, because everybody deals with hurt, and there's a process to how we try to recover from that. And so we'll just maybe start off with with looking at the difference between impact and intent. But we intend to also talk about the comparison and contrast between reasons and excuses and also why it all matters and what the difference between those are. And we just hope this is helpful for you today. So starting off uh, between intent and impact, I want to start with a little example. Then I'm going to kick it over to Aaron for him to kind of explain more what his thoughts are on this. But intent and impact. So in Portland, Oregon, in 2008, there was a snowstorm that was pretty significant. And what happened was, is there was people were taking advantage of the fun and, and um, just doing things in their neighborhood. And one of the things that went down was that there was a dad and he decided that to have fun, he would hook inner tubes up to his truck and drive kids around. And they were having, they were, everybody was having a great time. And what ended up happening is the worst, one of those children actually passed away because of what happened. I don't like sharing the story for that reason, but I I share it because from the dad's perspective, what he's doing is he's having fun. I mean, that's his intent. The impact was very severe. And so there's no way necessarily for him to go to the family and then tell them something like, well, I was trying to have fun. I mean, there's 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 nothing there. But his intent does matter. Ultimately, it's just that it's not going to be heard maybe ever, um, depending on what's going on. But essentially, the impact is a pretty significant, um, it's, it's just a significant deal that we have to try to understand and speak to. And really, as people, we don't want to talk about the impact. When we know we did something wrong, all we want to do is say, I didn't mean to, but I, this is what I was trying to do. But the truth is, until you talk about and deal with the whole impact, nobody's going to hear you on the intent. So I'm going to kick it over to you, Aaron. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, this is a a really good topic. I think it's interesting just if you zoom out a bit and you just look at the world. I actually really enjoy 
people watching. So if you've been at an airport or uh, a mall two years ago when you could do those kinds of things and there were people around, you could <laughs> you could watch people and just see all the different interactions, you know, whether it's a teller or somebody buying something. Anyway, the point is you look at people and you realize all these people are sort of bouncing around, interacting with each other, or interacting with, with other people. And that's cause for getting hurt, whether it's I gave you a certain amount of money and you didn't give me the correct amount of change or I ordered something, you got my order wrong. Whatever it is, there's a hurt or an impact that's happening all the time from these small ones that we're describing to these great ones that you just described that ended up being fatal. So all the time as people, when we're interacting with one another, we have tons of interactions that have the potential for hurting us. And we can feel slighted, we can feel betrayed, we can feel you know, angry about whatever's going on. And that is us experiencing the impact from somebody else. So we want to talk about this to give you some clarity on what's going on and, and to be able to understand, I guess, to see what's the hurt that's happening, where it's coming from, and then also like what to do about it. So when I think about intent versus impact, sometimes I think people can blur the two. If you are too heavily in your intent, if you're like really focused in your head of like, oh, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, or this is what I was intending on doing, you're really not in reality. You're not looking at what's right in front of you. Instead, you're kind of up in this mental world thinking about, well, this is what I envisioned I was doing. You know, I was, I'm going to get away from the, um, the snow example that you gave out of respect there. But, you know, in another example, if, you know, one that I think of all the time is a car accident where you rear end somebody. And in your head, you're like, oh, I was just trying to get into the other lane. In my head, it's so clear what my intention was, but I'm not looking at the car in front of me and the, the damaged bumper, and I'm not acknowledging or taking responsibility for that. So if I'm in my head saying, oh, I didn't mean to, or I was doing this, or I have good reasons for that, that's like pulling me out of what's actually happening right in front of my eyes. And it's, in, in fact, denying the experience and the reality that the other person is experiencing right now. And I like the car or the rear-ending example because I don't think anybody really intends on rear-ending somebody. You know, everybody's just trying to get to work or get to the gym or wherever they're going. And you accidentally rear-end them and you're like, oh, I didn't mean to, but the damage is there. And the other person can acknowledge, yeah, that's happened to me too. And I, I didn't intend for that to happen, but it did. And there's going to be you know, some costs associated with repairing my car. And that might seem unfair in a lot of life situations where you didn't mean to do something, but it still caused damage and you're still responsible for that. You know, if you're at a store and you knock a glass over and it shatters, you got to pay for it. Um, it's the same idea where you can say, I didn't mean to do that, but with the car accident, like there are still damages that I am responsible for. And so that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I like the car accident idea uh, better than mine for several reasons, <laughs> but I like to kind of show the extreme so, so you can kind of understand really clearly what we're talking about. You know, one of the things that that leads us into with intent and impact is what's going on in the person's mind. There's a reason, and also for the reason why doing this podcast or the show today, the way we're doing it, is to kind of just bring some clarity to what's going on in a natural human inside the process so that you can just kind of agree with it rather than try to defend yourself inside of it. What I'm hoping that you take away from the intent and impact understanding is that this is just reality. This is the way things go. And if you can cooperate with it, 
you can move towards actually getting through it and having it be done. But what happens in our minds, I think, if you're the person who's done the thing, whatever it is, when the impact is happening and you're focused on your intent, you're sitting there going like, but that's not who I am. I'm, I'm not that person. I don't do those things. I'd, and you're getting very defensive about it. And so what we're saying is, look, this is the way things are. It did happen. There's no way around that. I mean, you can't look at that car and look at the dent in the back and think, well, I don't know how that happened. That's really weird. Or, or <laughs> my intentions can't <laughs> wish it away. Why did it mean to? Oh, look, it's repairing itself, you know, <laughs> because I really didn't mean, really didn't mean to do that. It's going away because that's, I think, essentially what you're saying is we want to happen when we've done something. We, we don't like the impact that's happened and we're looking at our intentions and we're saying, I want the reality of the impact to go away. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and that's what the other person's hearing, by the way. What they're hearing is like, um, but I didn't mean that. Okay, so I won't care about how this affected me. I'll pay this all on my own, thank you. Yeah, right. The thing I always I always say to people when that comes up, you know, I didn't mean to. Well, it did happen. I like to translate that into saying, well, I didn't mean to, and so therefore you shouldn't feel the way you feel. If you're hurt, if you're angry, betrayed, whatever that that experience is that you're having, if I'm the person who caused that and I'm I'm defending my intentions, I'm essentially saying well, you don't have a right to feel the way you feel because I didn't mean to. So stop feeling that way. Yeah, I got to be honest. It, to help you guys feel um, as you're listening to this, you know, much better as a fellow human. I can, when you said that just now, and I thought, yeah, I've exactly kind of said those words before, actually. Yeah, he has definitely all the time. Nathan really struggles with this. <laughs> I'm working with him off, off camera, off mic here on it. So you're in good hands, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. That's bills in the mail. That's uh, the checks in the mail, Aaron. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, so that does get us to the place, though, where... We kind of get into the whole idea of reason and excuse, right? Because where you go inside your head with this intent is like, this is the deal. I've been having a hard day. I was not really thinking about whatever. And I had a hard day because this happened inside. I got into an argument here. I spilled freaking a latte all over me. And so that's the reason that your car got hurt. And it wasn't because of me. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of, it's the perfect excuse. And so, and, but there's a difference between reason and excuses. Yeah. So reasons are just like what it sounds like. This is what happened. This is what went into it. They can be kind of some legitimate things. I think oftentimes, like if it's, you know, if you're, if we're using the driving example, the reason was there was a bee in my car, you know, <laughs> like, oh, that makes a lot of sense, you know? you still rear-ended me, but okay, I understand now that there was a legitimate reason that caused that to happen. I think a lot of times with intentions, there can sometimes be good reasons for it, but I think a lot of times it is just intentions. Like, oh, I was trying to help you, or I was trying to be kind, or I was trying to do something that I thought you would like or whatever. And in some ways, those can be reasons, but at the same time, they can also be excuses. Excuses are really something that sort of pacify what has happened or, like it says, excuses the behavior without really having a legitimate reason. It, of course, reasons still have an impact. If there's a good reason why you did something, there was a bee in my car and I still rear-ended you, like, okay, that makes sense, but the impact is still there. The excuses, I think, are more like, oh, you didn't really have a good reason. You're just giving me excuses. 
either you were thoughtless, which that's not to say that you are a thoughtless person or uncaring or unkind. It might have just mean, oh, I just didn't even think about that. I wasn't even aware that that would impact you this way. That wasn't even on my radar. That happens to us all the time. Or it can just be there was this excuse of I was trying to do something else maybe for myself and I didn't realize that it might interfere with anybody else and it did. Those are excuses um, when we try to give those they are more about defending ourselves and getting out of it than helping you, the, the person that was wounded or offended, to understand what went into that so that you could say, okay, I can see how there was a legitimate reason why you rear-ended me, right? There's a legitimate reason. There's still impact we have to deal with, but at least I can see that there was a good reason for it. And well, an excuse is a lot of what we're doing there when we try to, to talk about that, is it's like excusing the consequences. Like, I don't have to have consequences. It's funny you bring up the bee in the car. Okay, I'm telling a story here. So uh, putting myself through grad school, I was doing this job delivering vending snacks and I was driving in a truck that was very similar to what the UPS drivers drive and so I am at a stoplight this is an automatic so you know when you take your foot off the brake of an automatic it moves I'm just sitting there and this guy in front of me is driving a truck a bee flies in the car I'm wearing shorts the bee flies up my shorts (laughs) (laughs) that's perfect (laughs) I'm like I immediately all all of everything that's whatever heck is breaking loose and I'm slapping my legs doing everything. And I realize like I'm trying to get this B and then all of a sudden I feel a boom, like, cause the, cause I, the truck just automatically moved and it hit this guy in the back and I'm like, Oh no. And the, and I push the brake and I stop and the B comes back and I'm like trying to hold the brake and trying and I let go and boom, I hit this guy again. <laughs> You're like ramming him back and forth. Just beating the guy. To, and so we pull off and um, he has a, hitch hooked to his back and that's what i was bumping is the hitch it caused zero damage and he got out of that truck and he he was another b-man he was so mad and i go i i'm so sorry i had a bee fly up my shorts he immediately just starts laughing and he looks at his hitch he goes no damage done i hope that your junk's okay <laughs> he, he meant the stuff you were delivering. He's right. like really carrying the guy. junk food, yeah, because it was vending snacks. Um, and then he drove off. But anyway, um, and that's kind of like, you know, I guess in some ways, kind of a good example we're talking about when it's like that. There was such a clear reason, but also in that case, there's no damage. I mean, there was literally no damage. But he thought that I was somehow being um, irresponsible. And he was getting pretty heavily affected to the point where he's, wherever he's going, he's going to pull off the road to try to figure this out, which is definitely affecting his day. But (laughs) as soon as he heard that, it was like, oh man, like, how are you going to, I mean, there's no damage and how are you going to talk about it? So that's kind of one of the examples for what I'm, what we're talking about. That's a really good example, both because it's, (laughs) it's funny, but also because it really highlights the guy's response. Uh, Sometimes when we can get to the place of of hearing and giving the reasons. And there's an appropriate time and place for that. In this case, you know, that was right off the bat, like, hey, like, <laughs> I know it might seem like I'm just ramming you over and over uh, and I'm some crazed lunatic, which I mean, I don't know if you're a therapist, maybe you have a little bit of crazy in you. I think um, uh, I definitely don't feel normal all the time. But um, Anyway, giving those reasons, it's like his his response was like, oh, there was a good reason for it. I can kind of let down. I can sort of see that there was a good reason for what went on. And so I don't have to feel as intensely about this is what's going on. 
And I, I can see that. I've had those conversations as well. And I've seen those conversations happen in front of me as a counselor where, you know, maybe I'm working with a couple and somebody comes in, they're really hurt, they're dissecting what happened. And, you know, we're mediating that whole thing. And then we get down to, you know, beyond the avoiding the impact kind of a thing. We deal with the impact. Uh, the person that was hurt you know, actually feels validated, like, okay, you see the impact now. And then they're like, so what was going on? What, what was the reason for this? And maybe through some introspection or even just some verbal processing, the other person might explain, oh, this and this and this was going on, and I was just really trying to blink. And the other person could be like, oh, wow, I didn't know that, you know? And the, the speaker, that one that hurt the person, can be like, oh, didn't I tell you? No, no, you didn't say that at all. And then you can explain how, oh, yeah, th- this was totally my intent, or this was the reason why, the entire reason why I was doing that thing that hurt you. That reason can actually take a lot of the, pun intended, the sting out of. <laughs> now you're thinking about Nathan in his shorts. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. He's uh, still working with me. Um, but it, it really can take the sting out of the impact. Not entirely, but it can make it sting less because you realize, okay, there was a, a good reason for it. Yeah, and I want to also mention, just because of the fact that, like, there's a longer term chronic scenario that can that can be in play here. You know, we've talked in previous episodes about intergenerational trauma and a lot of what goes on is there are reasons for your behavior, right? There's reasons for things that are happening. Some of you've got folks that you are with in relationship to that are hard people. They're hard. And you know a bunch about their story and you're like, yeah, well, there's a reason for what's going on. I know that he's been through. I mean, he just doesn't have or she just can't do or like you don't realize what happened to them when they were like nine years old. It's a, you know, but the reality is, is that the impact on your life still matters. And sometimes we, what we do is we'll take that reason, we'll excuse the impact even on ourselves and then compromise who we are. Like we'll just keep taking it. Some of you out there may struggle with boundaries and you won't speak to the impact because it kind of feels like you don't get to. It's almost like the reason is so strong that you just shouldn't say anything because, I mean, it's one of those deals where you're being like maybe a bad person in your own, in your own mind or whatever kind of happens there. So focusing on going ahead and honoring the fact of the impact, which may be on yourself, and you may need to bring that up. Um, and the person might have a bunch of excuses for it. But just to keep in mind the understanding of the clarity for the process to know like there really is some things that you have to pay attention to here. There are reasons, there are excuses, there is intent, there is impact. And if you can, no matter which side of the aisle that you're on, if you can realize that and know like, oh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and hear this reason out, but I'm not going to call that reason an excuse. Okay, I need to deal with this impact. I really need to go ahead and agree that I did, I did have an impact on this and hopefully they'll care about my intent. Yeah, I think there are a couple more things as you're saying that that are really important to address. One is when those impacts affect you, because we're talking so far, I think a lot about when when you do something and it impacts somebody else. But your scenario of, well, what about myself? Am I looking at the impact on me? I think a lot of us would be able to say, I don't look at that impact because I can just handle it. I can tolerate it. It's not that big of a deal. So we're in in essence, we might be making excuses for other people. 
or we might be looking at their reasons. I see this all the time. I'm looking at the reasons and I'm, I'm thinking, oh, well, they had a good reason for what they did. So therefore, the impact on me should be minimal or it shouldn't be anything where they had a good intent. So therefore, the impact shouldn't be there. But again, like you're saying, that is invalidating reality. And in essence, what you're also doing is you're invalidating or ignoring the impact on you, the emotions that you might be storing up and then not dealing with. But they're there. They're going somewhere. And if you listen to any of our intergenerational trauma episodes, you would hear a little bit that that's probably being stored in your body somewhere. And it's going to come out later on, whether it's in stress or whether it's in anger, some sort of a reaction. But it's important in order to be a healthy person to recognize the impacts on you. And it doesn't have to be a huge deal. If what happened was not a huge deal, you can just say, hey, you know, that really upset me and deal with it. And then it's a small thing. But when you don't do that, then it becomes a big thing because you're festering on it. You know, this thing that hurt you goes from hurt to anger to bitterness to resentment. And that's how it can really grow, for example. So understanding the impact on you and not excusing other people's behavior or not believing all of their reasons and excuses in order to ignore the impact, I think is really important. The other thing I wanted to speak to about this was, um, you know, we're talking about agreeing with reality and the whole like ignoring or, or defending yourself, um, denying the impact on somebody else. If you really look at what we're doing with that is to maintain a certain image about ourselves, whether it's to the other person or for ourselves. So if I, um, let's just say, uh, I'm just going to make up a scenario. Let's say we're hanging out, you know, we're getting drinks and I accidentally kick the table and knock a (laughs) beer all over your legs and down your pants and on your (laughs) shoes or something. We're just making up a scenario that's never happened before. Thank goodness. (laughs) Um, I didn't mean to do that. It was a total accident. I don't want to look like I'm clumsy. I don't want to, I don't want to feel bad about myself. Like, like I don't like that I did this. And so in order to scrub that image, I can deny the impact or I can give all kinds of reasons or excuses for what was going on. But all that's really trying to do, like I said, is just to maintain my either self-image or image with you. But instead, if you just agree with reality, it does not mean that you're a bad person. Even if I was thoughtly, even if I didn't think about something and I'm like, oh man, I really should have thought about that. That still doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just means that you didn't think about something that you could have, maybe even should have thought of. Okay, now you know. It doesn't have to be a shame response. Go back and listen to our episodes on shame if you have not listened to those, because we do talk about that and how to work through that. That's That was, I think, some really important information here. But agreeing with reality actually is incredibly freeing because it just says, this is what it is. This is who I am, good and bad. That's the totality of me. I'm not one or the other. I'm all of it at the same time. And that's very liberating. Yeah, I don't know who would do that to you. Um, <laughs> I mean, how you would do that to me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any cookies. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, man, alive, that's crazy. I, mean, I noticed that you are wearing the shoes. are looking all right there, though. <laughs> I might have had to oxyclean them. They came out well. Thank you. Oh, man, I feel like yeah, there's a commercial there somewhere. We want to just uh, kind of summarize and and close up here with the idea of how to, how are we going to put this all together? You know what what are we trying to mean here, and what what's going to be your takeaway? And so this is what I would share with you: there, there is always a reason for our actions, even if we don't even understand them in the moment. 
But just because there's a reason, it does not excuse the action. And although your intent, our intent is important, it just doesn't carry as much weight as the impact of your actions. And in fact, until the impact of your actions are validated, your intent probably won't even get heard. And so the pathway to you kind of experiencing what you know about yourself, which is that you're not a bad person. I mean, you're trying to be a good, a good person in humanity. You're trying to be helpful. You're trying to you know, do those things. You're going to have to first agree with reality of what happened. And hopefully, and it's not a guarantee, but hopefully the other person says something like, okay, but why did you do that? Or how did that happen? What were you hoping for? And then you get to explain what happened. But the risk you're taking is really that you're going to be able to be closer to this person. They're going to know that like you, you do agree with what, what reality is. And maybe they're so hurt that they kind of back away for a while. But at least there's a chance and there's more likely a hope that you can continue in that relationship because if you just deny it completely and excuse it you're completely dismissing their experience their emotions and that's what they're going to know is that you just don't care about them and you want them to care about you and so Aaron I'm not sure if there's anything you want to say in closing but we do thank you for being with us today yeah the last thing I think I just would say um we're we want to look at things as they really are we want to see ourselves as we really are and we want to see other people as we really are and hopefully as we're talking through this and maybe as we're closing up the episode you can see that we all do this we make things way worse than they really are you know we think our, that we're worse than than we really are we think because somebody else did something and it impacted us that they're worse than they really are when they might have had some decent reasons for it and ultimately yeah reality is a tough place to live in it does hurt us But we're all going through the same thing and we're all experiencing it very similarly. And if we can just understand that and be honest with each other, we'll realize you're no different from me. I'm no different from you. We're all very much alike. Um, We have very similar experiences. You know, it happens to you. It happens to me. I do it to you. You do it to me. And we can come alongside each other and hopefully respond better to one another. So thank you for listening to the episode. We hope you got a lot out of this. Um, If you have not gone over to our website, and downloaded our free e-course, you can do that, www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com. Also, leave us a review. We still love to get your feedback. We want to hear from you guys if you have topics that you want us to cover or issues you want us to talk about, or if you'd like to be a guest on our show and you think that would be great for our audience, send us a message over at our website. Um, Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any of the other platforms. And yeah, thanks for listening. All right, you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 